podcasting from Lagos, Nigeria. You are listening to New Zone with Brown, a podcast committed to discussing relationship matters with reference to personal experiences from an open-minded standpoint to provide you with insights to have the best relationship experience. Prepare to be entertained as I introduce your host, Brown. Hi guys, welcome back to the Nude Zone. Yeah, welcome to the Nude Zone with Brown podcast. <laughs> How are you doing? How have you been? How's your week been? How was last week? How are you doing today? You know, all of that. How are you generally? Uh, today's episode, well, I kind of got, got sad, will I call it sad news? No, it's not sad. I have no sad news on this podcast. Nah, we cancel every bad news in the name of Jesus. There's no bad news here, no sad news, but there's no bots. It's just a news, guys. I, I don't know why I'm talking like that. This is the penultimate episode, okay? Yeah, for season two. It's not like anybody's, I mean, we're not dying right we're just going to be taking a short break after the next episode this episode is the penultimate episode and after this will be the last episode for season two and after that we'll be going on a short break and then we'll be back for season three with like really hot 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 hotter content you feel me <laughs> so yeah it's, it's not a sadness it's not a badness i'll miss you guys and i know that you will miss me too but then we will not be apart because we'll still be in touch via instagram via twitter via mail you feel me and of course you could still send me messages in fact i really love that you continue to send me messages catch up on all the old episodes and stuff and don't be a stranger yeah so there's no bad news here Today, I have a gist. It's kind of a stale gist, but it's very, it's going to prove very entertaining and useful. I promise you. I was saved from a cycle. And I really just want to say that it is, it wasn't just this one time that God has really done this big thing for me, as in a biggie, 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 a biggie, 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 a biggie, biggie thing Jesus do for me. Like, this is not the first time that God has saved me from entering into something that would have proved really, really detrimental and irrevocably drastic, drastical. Well, it, it would have been really bad. It would have been really bad. I might be wondering, a cycle bit about when I only move it with this. Guys, these things exist. And from my relating with a few friends and from from some groups that are i'm a member of, uh, of on whatsapp people have shared their experiences and i thought it was high time that i shared this with you so if you're out there you're listening to this and i mean i just really hope that it would you know help you to really gear up your sixth sense and reassure you that you're not crazy when you start to think some way Okay, all right, so let's get down to the story of the day. 
I met this guy on a bus ride. Yeah, I was heading home from work and then we boarded the same bus together. It's the popular BRT bus in Lagos and we sat side by side. I honestly cannot remember who initiated conversation. It would have been easy for me to say or it would be easy for me to say it was the guy. But then I know myself. I don't shy away from, like I'm not a shy person. It could have been me is what I'm trying to say. It could have been me that initiated the conversation. So I don't want to say he started talking. We were shy one of us. Bottom line, a conversation ensued between us and we talked all the way from Ojota, where I boarded the bus to Ikorudu garage. I used to stay in Ikorudu then. My family still stays there. And at that time, I was staying with my family. Okay, so we talked all the way to Ikorudu garage. And when we alighted from the bus, of course, as we were alighting, you know, as per guy now, like the conversation was interesting. And as per interesting, babe, where I be? And all of that. And of course, I'm a hot babe. So he asked for my number. And truthfully, I was reluctant to give it out because, you know how these things can be. The fact that you had a one-off interesting conversation with somebody does not necessarily mean that it will continue to be so. Sure you get. So I was reluctant. But I went ahead and I gave him the number because, you know, who knows? I mean, you hear these love stories and it started out like nothing and then became something. You feel? <laughs> so I should gave him the number, bottom line. And then we continued talking chats calls and stuff you know for about two or three weeks he would call regularly and I, I would call him once in a while as well he would call regularly and we would just talk about different things oh, after these first few weeks guy man started to you know say <laughs> so I had to say something new, something new like, um, after this while I've been talking to you, baby, I think that we should take this thing to another level because I really like you and I think I want you in my life for the rest of my life kind of talk. I wasn't surprised. I mean, I think girls will tell you that they know when a guy is about to ask them out or they know when a guy likes them, that kind of thing. So I already knew that he might just say something like that. But of course, I wasn't building on that um, assumption. So when he did, you know, uh, propose that we become something more than mere friends, I wasn't caught off guard. But then that now gave me a reason to start uh, examining him particularly. Like, okay, do I want to be more than friends with this person and of course i started asking direct questions i started being more conscious of our talk just so that um i i make the right decision and as it turns out i wasn't feeling him like that it turns out i just liked him enough as a you know a a platonic friend and nothing more but this guy kept you know, pushing, not not like in the negative sense, but he just stayed on my case, you get. He was regularly saying, oh, I really like you, or this, that, that. Like, he didn't, he did not suspend that, he didn't back off. Okay, so at, at that point, I now had to like, okay, God, what's up? Is there, oh, and let me add that at this point in my life, eh, I've gotten to a place where I run to God for everything 
In fact, the truth be told, when it comes to love stuff, when it comes to romantic stuff, if I meet a guy, if I start to crush on a guy, <laughs> believe you me, the first person I'm going to be telling is the Holy Spirit. If I start to crush on a guy, the first person I'm telling is the Holy Spirit. If I start to get attracted to somebody or a guy starts to ask me out, before I even gist my closest friend who happens to be my sister, you know, or my mom, before I just any one of them, I tell the Holy Spirit first, like, okay, this past this person, no, I'm starting to like them, or I'm reporting myself to you, or like, should these feelings grow, or would you help me kill them so I don't make mistakes? Because I am God, we don't plan, we get covenant, we don't say to say, Baba God, your babe cannot be hurt like that again. You might be saying like that, how huh? guys, I'll give you that gist, maybe in some future episode okay but me and god like god and i we, we we've had that conversation we have that convo we have that agreement so i know that to do you know to do my part to make that covenant actually stand is for me to do my part and so i run to him every time i start to feel something for somebody or somebody walks up to me and says they're interested in me romantically immediately i tell my father this is what's going on of course he knows, but I still tell him so that he's in the know and he can guide me accordingly. So I went to God on this matter. I told the Holy Spirit, I said, this, this, that, 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 that this guy, this guy wants him, wants him, wants him. But there was no release in my spirit. Like I didn't feel like, okay, go ahead. And I know that a lot of times people will say, um, and this, that, that, um, go ahead with it, something. But me, I have just learned, like I said, I've learned the hard way. So I really wanted something definite to hold on to. So if not that, if I would not hear him directly, because sometimes I do hear him directly, like I hear God directly sometimes. And other times I, I have a knowing in my spirit. Like I just know that, yeah, this is the thing to do. Get? So and other times, of course, I consult to my parents who happens to not just be parental authority over my life, but spiritual authority as well. And I have mentors that I talk to. So the first two things, my spirit, you know, there was no release. I didn't feel any kind of peace, you know, giving this guy an answer. And note that I said I did not like him enough like that. Maybe if I was blinded by love, maybe if I if I had been attracted to him, like if I had started crushing on him, maybe I would have been fooled a bit. But that that was not even there. I I didn't feel for him like that. So those two things did not even make me go ahead to ask any other person. Like I didn't tell my parents or I didn't tell my mom, especially. I of course I just tell my sister, but that was just it. Guys. This is the beginning of the story. Like, this is where it starts to get interesting. So, like I said, this guy did not back off. He didn't suspend out. He kept on pushing, pushing. Mario guy, pushing. So, of course, I I think at first I told him that, see, I don't like you like that. I said I think I told him because I'm not so sure. I think I was enjoying the attention like, you know, every other person would. Yeah, that's my confession. But I think at some point I had to have told him because it was for months. I had to have told him that, guy, I don't feel like that. Like, I don't think this will happen between us. But you know how some guys can be in that? Like, maybe if I, maybe she just needs a bit more time and stuff. In retrospect now, I didn't need any time. I already had my answer from God, you know. So this, this, this thing continued. And in my course of conversation, 
conversing with this guy. Note that I said we've been friends. Okay, maybe not friends. I will not use the word friends, but we've been talking. I'd asked him some questions and he had told me some things about himself and I told him some things about myself also, to be fair. So part of the things he told me about himself hmm, was that, now take note of these things. One, he said he was from Edo State. The fabulous people. <laughs> so he said he was from Edo State. He said, now this one, this one. He said he attends MFM. That's the Mountain of Fire Miracles Ministry. And that is a member of the close circle of Pastor Dukoya. Hmm. That in fact, sometimes he would go to represent Pastor Dukoya for ministrations. That was what he told me. Then what else? Of course, that he's single. I mean, why else would he be asking me out if he wasn't single? So he said he was single, unattached, no entanglement whatsoever. Four, he told me that there was SS. Now, I'm being very real with you guys here. He told me that it was SS. And of course, you know, genotype is like a very important thing to consider when you want to date somebody. Like when you are thinking of marrying somebody. It's one of the very important things to consider. Not because it's to chase you away, but so that you can carefully and, you know, consciously make your decision. What else did he tell me? What else did he tell me? Okay, I can't remember now. If I remember anymore later on i'll let you know now at the point where I, I i got really no at the point where he got tired of me not saying anything he called me up one day and he said we need to talk and i said okay let's talk we got together and he said he's sorry but that he thinks he has been patient enough i've not given him an answer and he wants to withdraw his proposal now to be to be candid on my part it's now that i can say that that's no answer i was getting was actually an answer that was god saying no there's no way there you know but for me at that time i was thinking oh god has not answered me i'm still praying about it i'm still um uh considering it i'm still um what's the word now i'm still looking at it like examining the whole thing so in my mind i'm like ah withdrawing your proposal okay like who does that like that actually the first time i would hear something like that but as it turns out i've heard it again i heard it again those of you that listened to last week episode will know what i'm talking about <laughs> so that one you know used the those outright um those exact words but it was more or less the same thing so that was the first time i was hearing something like that i was like ah withdraw what happened guy chill now you know but that was in my mind outwardly i did not say anything so it was like did you hear me i said yes i did it was like what do you have to say? I was like, okay. I understand that you have been patient till now and that you can no longer be patient because according to him, he's getting older. He needs to, you know, make his decision and know exactly what he's going to be doing with his life, maritally and stuff. And I told him that I said, I understand where you're coming from. I'm getting older as well. It's not like I'm getting younger. But I cannot give you an answer because I haven't gotten a go ahead from my father. He has not said, Brown, no, give this guy an affirmative answer. And he has not said, um, they but boy, he has not said, you know, let this guy go. Though, like I said, in retrospect now, that was actually what he was saying by not giving me peace on the matter. You know, it wasn't chill. Take several steps back, cut ties with this person, listen to me and all, you know. So I told him, I said, I've not gotten any um answer to give you. That's why I'm not giving you an answer. It's not like I've been stringing you along, but I get it. I understand. If you have to withdraw your proposal, it's fine. That's cool. No bad blood. Maybe he was expecting me to say, ah, no, don't do that. You know, maybe it was, I don't know, because he seemed really disappointed. He looked disappointed that I agreed to his proposal withdrawal. 
I don't understand. Maybe that's why it was easier for me this second time when this guy, this last guy said um, something, something, let's let's just be friends. I don't think I'm the guy for you. I'm like, okay, if you think so, good, I'm fine. So I don't understand. Anyways, back to that dress. So that went that way. He withdrew his proposal and then we parted ways. I went to my house. He went, he went to ease. And I remember that day on my way home, the Holy Spirit told me that he was going to come back. And I said, I, was, I remember I was asking, I was like, come back for what? He just said he was going to come back. Apparently, that was a warning. Like, don't, like, Christian, seek not yet, ripple, watch and pray. Like, do not sleep. Masun, gee, this guy is going to come back. Apparently, it was a warning. But me, I even thought that, oh, he's going to come back and be remorseful and say, oh, I'm sorry, I withdrew my proposal. I want to submit it back. Can you reconsider me kind of thing, you know? And, and God did not say, yeah, now he's a better man. Give him the chance, you know? I thought that was what that was about. Ashe, brothers and sisters, it was a warning. Let me not elongate this matter too much. Like some two weeks later, this guy resumed calling me. He started off as a, oh, I just want to check on you. Oh, how was your day? I hope you are fine. Kind of like, oh, maybe maybe I broke your heart just checking on you kind of thing. But he did not break my heart because my heart gun was not in his hand before in the first place. So, you know, so I was just being cool. Like, yeah, thank you. And then before I knew it, it became an everyday call kind of thing again. And then I had to ask him, what's going on? And he said um, that he's sorry that he withdrew his proposal. That was because he was impatient, but that he has seen that I'm the kind of woman that he can wait for. You know, these kind of things that will naturally make your head swell as a woman so i'm like okay you know what at that point self i was beginning to think that maybe it was just me being too picky or being too choosy so i just thought that maybe it was my personal you know how we talked about unrealistic expectations a while back here yeah? so i thought that maybe it was that that was um you know veiling my like my spiritual eyes sure you get so i thought okay let me escalate this so i told my mom about him and of course i continued to pray and it just occurred to me one day that you know what i'm going to tell this guy to come and see my parents if he's serious and i told him i said his name his name is Dio. I said, Dio, if you're really serious about this, come and talk to my parents. Come and meet my parents. Come and let your intentions be known to them. And this guy actually jumped at the opportunity. He said, yes, yes, I'll be willing to. When can I come? When can I this? When will be fine? Ah, uh-uh. brother man, calm down. Actually, all of this thing is gimmicks. All of this thing is rambo something. Father, your little play. Anyways, I went ahead and I told my dad about him and I said I told him to come see your mom. Would that be fine? And my dad was like, sure, let him come. This guy came dressed in native safe and cap, complete cap. He was even teasing me that day, you know, jokingly saying that ah, uh, because he knows that we are from Oyo, that he came out decked up as a full Yoruba guy, even though he's from a do state, something, something, one thing. My parents met with him that day and trust my father and mother it was all spiritual questions of course there were other questions so like as per finance as per his hometown as per stuff his past and you know what, what he's doing currently but there were a lot of spiritual questions asked that day so after he left i expected my parents to call me and say oh this that 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 but they didn't say anything uh-uh. so the next morning i'm like daddy what's up this person that came to see you yesterday won't you guys tell me what you think about him and my dad was like i don't think i don't think he's right like i don't think he's right lo and behold this guy the previous day when he came visiting like physically phys- physically speaking like if you hear just with your ears he gave the right answers to the questions i mean he's saying stuff like i work directly with dr lukoya i do this i okay i said Olukoya the first time is Olukoya, Abi? yeah Olukoya. I I work directly with Dr. Lukoya, you know, all those kind of things. You know, you'll be feeling like, ah, but boy, you are spiritual gone. It's sold out to the spirit. Oh, oh, oh. That would have been your thoughts. But of course, when you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, the revealer of all truths, he will tell you, oh, this guy is a lioness. He's a lion. He's a lion. So, 
despite the fact that he had the right answers to the questions my dad said he did not think that he was right and my mom came to my room later on that day to say the same thing and then i knew that okay you really need to soft pedal on this one because like i said from the beginning i didn't like him in that way two there was no release in my spirit and three my parents who i said were not just parental authorities in my life but spiritual authorities as well were not giving their go ahead they were not okaying it as well you get so of course i had to chill and at this point things began to really unravel and i must confess that when he said it was ss of course that was like a black red light red light i'm like oh this is a no-no you know a no-go area and he was like no he had a good job he was being paid really well and that there are drugs that can be used there are medical um things that can be done to see that couples living with the s factor the s something you know can have children that will not carry the sickle cell uh, traits you know he, he I was trying to convince me on all fronts. This guy did his best, everything. Logically speaking, I would have just said yes because of the truth. There was nothing physically wrong. There was nothing physically wrong. So when I say God saved me from a cycle, you gotta believe me. There was nothing physically wrong until one day when I got a call from a lady and she introduced herself as Shewa and she was asking me if I knew Dio and what was going on between this particular Dio and I. The call ended abruptly. I tried calling the number back. He didn't go through and of course I just had to let it go. Like some two hours later, if I remember correctly that day, Dio called me and then I told him of the call I'd received earlier that day and you know the person introduced herself as Shewa and was asking questions about him oh i remember this there was this day my sister and i were coming from church from choir practice and a lady stopped us on the road and she said i feel led to tell you to be careful there is a particular man in your life that you should be careful of <laughs> i don't know how many of you have actually encountered anything like that before but that was my first time that somebody would stop me on the road and say something like that to me and i know very well that god does send his prophets to people and then of course i also know that there are fake and false prophets out there so when she told me this i was like um okay thank you very much and i went home i prayed about it there were a lot of men in my life were crying out loud i had my dad my brothers i had a lot of male friends i still do you know i had admirers not in a relationship as such so there were a lot of men to be careful of quote and unquote so i just said a general prayer and i trusted god you know that whatever it is there is no way i was i was going to you know become a victim i really trusted him on that matter then okay so back to the call that i received so i told them about the call and i said this person said was asking me about you and i was like no he doesn't know any share i said no this person knows you because she was describing you in details to me of which she really didn't but i i really wanted you know to uh get to the root of the matter and he said no he doesn't know anybody like that and okay so we we dropped the matter i think it was the third day this lady called a second time and this time she was ready chest to her though she didn't come with a fight because she had come with a fight ah well and i just cut the line barred your number and you know all of that so she didn't come and meet like that instead she came with my name is this do you know this and she said i ask because he's my fiance like ma <laughs> she said they had their introduction the previous year december the previous year 
Yeah. Okay, at that point, she was like, if I don't believe her, that can we meet up? She has pictures to show me and blah, blah, blah. In retrospect now, like my father rightly pointed out to me when I was telling him and my mom later, I should not have gone alone. But I was just really curious. This was like a Nollywood movie coming to life right in front of me. And I remember that particular day, I was sitting on the Nama Negusi at home because back then, it was a Sunday. Because back then in my house, every Sunday afternoon, when everybody was still at home, we used to eat pounded yam. But now, people are not settled in their in their different lifestyle and you can eat whatever you want. So, I finished my meal that day. I made sure I finished my meal. I had a change of clothes and I left the house. I just told my sister that I was coming and I left the house. I went to meet her at the place where we had agreed on. And this girl started showing me pictures, introduction pictures. Ha! Hey, people of God. <laughs> and then I was like, how did you get to know about me? Guess what she told me? She said, this guy used my picture as his screensaver, wallpaper, blah, blah, blah. And you saw that? She said, yes. And that she, like, he even talks about me. At that point, I was confused. Like, okay, so what exactly is happening here? She was like, this is not his first time cheating on her. That she just wants a man back. Okay. That's when my hand fell. As in Yoruba, Pami Jabo. You want your man back. Is your man. You still want to claim him. So, all that was in my mind, child, because, you know, who am I to say is not a man? Okay. This girl actually took me to his house. And let me tell you the drama that, that happened there. So, she told me to stand by the side of the gate so that if he's, when he's coming, he will not see two pairs of feet, you know, at the gates. Like, you, you could see underneath the gates. So, she told me to stand at the side. So, when he came and he opened the door, the gates, I just, I was like, hi, there you Hey. It was as if the floor should open and she just enter. The way Sambalat and Tobiat was swallowed up by the by the S. This guy was caught red-handed by both of us. Guys, I mean, long story cut short. This guy lied about everything. He's not from Edo State. He's from Ogun State. He did not attend MFM Kakan. He used to attend, or maybe he still attends, I don't know, Celestia Church of Christ. He draw me more. Three, he is not SS. This guy is freaking AA. Well, as told by his babe, Shewa. What else? What else did this guy tell me that turned out to be a lie? A lot of things. At that point, I now began to wonder, what the heck? What? Like, what are you looking for? Why all these lies? It can't be just sex now, can it? It can't be just because you want to sleep with me. I mean, is it that much of a price? Like, why would you do all of this? Why would you say all of this? Do you know, there was a time my dad, I just remembered now, for those of you who don't know, I'm a PK raised to power too. Both of my parents are reverend. So after that, when he met my dad and he got to know that my parents are ministers, he would call my dad and say he needs counseling. And of course, come and see me in my office. He would go to church, see my dad. And my dad would tell me that when he came, that my dad would say, your friend came to my office and I would say, who? You say your friend now. You're not mentioning his name. And we'll just laugh. And he said that he was smelling incense you know this terrari thing that cele people use and i say no he does he doesn't attend cele that he attends mfm my lady just say, ah, okay but he shall smell what he smells his nose does not deceive him you know so we later on when i found out that this guy actually attends cele i said jesus why all these lies and i remember one particular time i invited him for a program in my church for singles and the minister that day was hammering about deceit how there are a lot of pretenders out there how there are a lot of wolves in sheep clothing people be careful and this guy left in the middle of that ministration telling me that he was late and needed to go go home that he stays in bariga all the time he told me he was staying in bariga ah i remember he told me that olamide is his boy something something one thing see guys a lot of things that this guy said that turned out to be untrue now why am i telling you this story i could have fallen into that trap i could have been destroyed by whatever it is that this guy had planned because i as 
I am. I can be forming adge, adge, adge to you. I am very sensitive. And that is why I always run to my father. And this is not a boasting thing. But the only way a man would successfully deceive me is if I don't tell my father about it or if I refuse to listen to him when he tells me stuff or if I rush into something without him giving me a clear directive. Because I know myself, because I know my weakness, I can develop feelings quickly like this. Because I know that whenever I start to like anybody, even as small as a crush, even if it's online crush, I immediately report myself to the Holy Spirit. I have come, oh, please help me. If I had not done that, this guy would have destroyed me. He would have shamed me, Moshe. So God saved me from a cycle. And I don't know if I had mentioned this earlier. This is not the only time. Guys, why am I sharing this story? One, please do not, for any reason, belittle the authorities that God has put in your life. You see, from your parents to your older siblings to your mentors to your pastors don't belittle any one of them there is a reason why god has surrounded you with these people that can help you with their experience and spiritual insights don't for anything let the devil rob you of that relationship that and they are old school they don't need to know everything about me ah it will help you it will save you don't belittle your relationship don't keep things from them share with them share it with them and pay attention when they talk to you another thing is this pay attention to your intuition yes if you are listening to this and you are yet to you know receive jesus as your lord and savior like you don't have the holy spirit which is like the best the best thing best bestest bestest that you can have but if you're listening and you do not have the holy spirit yet god in his mercy has given man a sixth sense you have that intuition you know when something is not right you know when something is wrong don't say maybe i'm overreacting hey it will not cost you anything to pause and check what you're entering into be sure be sure there is no need to rush anywhere because with haste comes regret i want to be married i so look forward to getting married i want to be married i want my my man you know i want all the love and all the the growth and challenges that come with being in a romantic relationships but then i also have you know learned enough to know that <laughs> if you your tongue will just burn for no reason. You will not enjoy the soup at the end of the day. So, chill, calm down, study things, look before you leap. And not just with your physical eyes, because these things lie. Your physical lies does not, they can't tell you jack. I don't know how to use the S word. They can't tell you jack. But your spirit man, the Holy Spirit inside of you, will reveal all truths to you. He will reveal all truths to you. Another one is to guard your heart with all diligence. Don't go and be catching feelings anyhow. I've confessed my own to you. I can easily start to like somebody, especially when it meets my physical and mental, I mean, intellectual criteria. Yes, I can easily start catching feelings. But I know where I run to. I know that I have an accountability partner in the Holy Spirit. So I quickly run to him and say, this is what's happening. Oh, please help me. Help me if this feeling should grow or not. Please help me. And always, he has always come to my rescue. So please, please, I am begging you, guard your heart with all diligence. Another thing is this. Don't be pressured into doing any sin. Imagine that time when he said uh, he, he, 
is going to withdraw his proposal. And I'm like, ah, I want to get married before I'm 30. By the way, I'm above 31 now and I'm still living. Like I'm living. I never die sick or say I, I, I'm single. No, no, no. I am not just existing self. I am living. I'm living fabulously. So if I'd, because, oh, I, I, I set the target for myself that I want to get married before I'm 30. Let me just say yes. I don't know. I'm, let me just say yes. Before this guy will withdraw his proposal and I got enter one chance. What would have happened to me by now? No, I don't. I mean, I don't even get what that guy was going to do. Was he going to marry both of us? Was he going to live one? I don't even, I, honestly, I don't care because that kind of person, that kind of man is a psycho. And I really am just glad that God saved me. Like, I'm really thankful to God. Guys, don't be pressured into anything. If you don't have a go ahead from your spirit man, don't be pressured. And I want to say this too. Don't go and be forming a hotel that is detective. Don't go and be forming detective like I did. When I remember when I was telling my dad and my mom later on, I was just telling my family members, my dad was like, you went to see her alone. In retrospect, of course, that was not the wisest thing to do. So please, don't do that because it could have easily turned to be something else entirely. Remember I even said we went to his house that had gate. What if they had tied my hand and legs and used me for whatever you get? So please, don't go and be forming detective. Don't do that. And last but not least, rejoice. Every time a guy or a girl says no, or they say not anymore no as in maybe to your proposal or not anymore as in they break up with you my brethren rejoice you don't know why and it's not necessarily because maybe they are bad people it just could be because they are not right for your assignments here on earth so instead of begging them instead of forcing things rejoice why because they are not the source of your life partner they are not the source of your marital destiny god is god is the one who would give you your life partner like i said on the episode of finding love god is the one who created a desire and by god he is faithful as in he's capable over capable self they worry my papa he will provide that man that woman for you he will give you that partner so if he or she breaks up with you or they say no to your proposal it's not the end of the world though your life will not end your life cannot end because of that it in fact you just continue being the man or the woman god has called you to be continue to grow continue to look onto jesus the author and finisher of your faith and watch him bring into your life his perfect will for you and believe you me that's going to be the best the best because you cannot even yourself cannot imagine it you could not have you know imagined it in your wildest imagination ask anyone that truly waited and did not settle they will tell you the satisfaction of having god's best of course not that it's going to be a fairy tale and it's going to be all smooth sailing and all but hey god's best is sweet past any fairy tale because it is the good and perfect will of god i remember what the bible is about gifts that come from god they are always good and perfect it's good because at the end of the day this union that union of yours that god will bring you into will grow you it will grow you it will fertilize you into becoming like jesus which is ultimately what god actually wants for all of us for us to be like his son for us to grow into jesus more and more every day brethren I hope that with these plenty points of mine, you have learned a lot. This is not just an entertaining story or a incumbent story. Uh-uh. I need you to learn. I need you to share this as well with people. There are a lot of cycles out there. Maybe in future episodes, I'll tell you of my other experiences. Hmm. Guys, bottom line, please and please be here for 
until next time when I come your way with the last episode of season two. Do not forget that I love you. Thank you for listening till the end. Bye. You have just listened to Nude Zone with Brown. I look forward to hearing from you. Please send me a mail at nudezonewithbrown002 at gmail.com or send me a DM on Instagram at nude underscore zone underscore with underscore brown. And please do follow on Twitter at nudezonewithb. Thank you for listening and have a fantastic week ahead. Jesus loves you.